Hello and welcome to the Lost in Possession podcast. Arsenal enjoyed a thumping victory as they enjoyed a nice kickabout on Sunday afternoon against Brentford, defeating the Bees 3-0 to go top of the league. That begs the question, are they title contenders? Let's find out. Roll the intro. Hello and welcome to Lost in Possession. Now, before we begin with our Arsenal debate today. We just wanted to say a big thank you to everybody that watched our views last week on uh, on the fantasy football uh, episode. That received record views for us so far and we're very, very grateful. So we want to keep the momentum going. So can you please like, share and subscribe? You definitely know the drill by now. So please, please do that and help us raise the profile of this podcast even more because we can't do it without you. So Without much further ado, Arsenal went top of the Premier League once again on Sunday after they beat Brentford 3-0 in West London. Many people are already asking our Arsenal title contenders. I think that's for us to decide. Jamie, let's start with you. What did you make of the performance? And do you think Arsenal can finally deliver the first Premier League since 2004? It's a tough one to see if they will fight for the actual title, but it's positive it's absolutely positive. Like we said before pre-season, they were looking good. They've now continued the form on. And what's good about this win against Brentford is it's come after a loss. We said last, like at sort of the end of last year, Arsenal are a momentum club. Like they'll go and win, win, win. They'll lose and then lose a few or have bad results, kind of thing. So it's more trying to work out like how they turning it around. Now, I think they've had a favourable sort of set of fixtures. So, in October, they now play Spurs-Liverpool amongst four Europa League games. I think they've got Leeds as well and maybe... And then I think they've got Chelsea just at the start of November. So, that's where it's going to be a proper test. That's a big month for them. If they can keep winning majority of them games, they don't have to win them all. Then, then you can't deny that they should be in the title challenge, because well, you go and win six out of your net, like seven games, you're you're up there. That's title winning form. That should keep you at the top of the table for the rest of the season. It won't be like that, I don't believe. But no one's going to keep up that kind of record. Um, in terms of the Brentford game, though, what was quite sort of like praising. Arsenal was um, the Brentford manager's comments after the game. He was saying that this is probably the most sort of like best performance against them, apart from when they played City last season, that he said. Whereas, to be honest, when I, w- I was there at the Brentford game last season, I didn't think we were that great. <laughs> I didn't think we actually dominated them as much as we normally do in other games. And I think you probably were, you looked like the game was done. Once you got the first... Second wasn't that long after. It was kind of over from there. And that's what I think Arsenal in the past haven't been able to do is sort of look like the game's over before it actually is. And I think it's something that sort of the opposite to what you said to me, Jordan, about Chelsea. It's kind of the score one, game could be over from there. Whereas Chelsea, it's more, you went one nil down, the game, game might be over. But it's more, can they keep it going? And that's where I'm a bit sort of sceptical on them. Um, I think they, yeah, it's 
I think October really decides where they're aiming for. Are they actually fighting for that title? Or is it just a sort of normal Arsene Wenger era? We'll go for top four. Jordan, any disagreements? Further points? Yeah, I mean, to, to answer your question, Reese bluntly, no. Uh, I don't think they'll win the league. Um, what, what, as you said, though, some of the points you picked up on is the, the Arsenal team we're seeing now is different. It has evolved from the previous few seasons. So in that respect, this is a team that's on the rise. Um, and Arteta deserves, as we've seen in the documentary, you know, a bit of an insight into his, his sort of managerial style. He definitely, at this stage, deserves some credit. Um, and Arsenal, as I said, the team we've seen in the last few seasons, and, and maybe that team under Wenger, this is a team that is slowly evolving. Um, I don't think they're good enough to win the league. Um, again, they've made good additions to the squad, but you look at the squad, you know, you look at their bench yesterday, and with all due respect, uh, shout out shout out to Ethan, by the way, the youngest ever Premier League debutant at 15 years old. That 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 makes my point for me. You look at the bench yesterday, and with one or two injuries, it's actually quite a thin squad. Um, and then you you compare to who you know who's going to push them for the title. You look at the squads of City, you look at the squads of Liverpool, look at the squads of Chelsea, and and you look there and say, I don't quite think they're there yet. Um, again, to kind of play devil, devil's advocate and, and back up my point on no. Who, who the, the, you know, they've been on phenomenal form. Everyone's been praising them. The one big game against the top six they've played is what Man United, and what happened? They lost. That screams of a of an old school Wenger Arsenal. You beat, you know, and we saw it last season. We all thought an Arsenal in the end, in the position they were in, should have got top four, but they did unfortunately bottle it. And you're seeing a little bit of that there. You know, you, you go on a great run against the weaker teams. Can you back it up against the big teams? And that's that's the question mark for me. And now you look ahead at the fixtures, as we said, you know, Spurs, Liverpool, uh, you know, away to Leeds, all coming up in the next few game weeks. And I, I personally, I think we're going to start to see that sort of Arsenal decline. Not a massive decline because you're still doing better than previously. So in the big picture, it's not that bad. But I don't think you're good enough to win the league yet. No, I no, no, I do agree. Like, um, I think people need to calm down. Like, it's only what six, seven games in, so so you know, just chill out so far. Um, but Brentford were poor. Yes, see, they were very, very poor. But I think a lot of that was due to how Arsenal completely battered them. To be honest, you know, they nullified the atmosphere. They nullified their attack and their threat. You know, even with a couple of, you know, maybe tactical fouls and gamesmanship from the likes of Xhaka, for example, nullified it, you know, and and won it in a game that they lost last year away from home. So there has been a much different change. The culture has changed, you know. Only four players that played that game, you know, in the first game of the season last year actually played this game yesterday. So there has been a change of culture and atmosphere and Arteta deserved a lot, a lot of credit for that, I think. Um, and I think he is an exceptional coach, but I, I, I just don't buy the title contenders thing at all. Um, I agree. You know, everyone says they played well at United. It's like, but, but they still lost. They lost three one. So don't you know if you're playing well against the big boys and still losing to them, there's something not right. So you can't bank on hoping to beat them ten percent of the time. You know, you want to bank on to beat them regularly. So 
when it comes to that, you know, there is going to be that question mark. Um, title contenders, no. Top four contenders, they should be. Um, I think a lot of it's going to bank on how Liverpool perform, how Tottenham perform, and how how um, how Chelsea do as well. I think United will probably be there and thereabouts, and City aren't going anywhere. So, I think with the form of the, those other three teams have shown, that's going to be the important factor. They need to rely on them to slip up and hope that they don't slip up in the same aspect. Um, so that could help them. But overall, it's been a been a pleasing start, and I think I think they should take that. And if you're banking them points early on, you know it can help if you're going to have a slip up or two. Yeah, with the injuries you were mentioning there, Jordan, it's more who would be the worst case scenario injury in sort of Arsenal's team? Like, who can you think of would be if he got injured? That's where Arsenal are going to have serious problems with their sort of sort of what you're saying with a lack of depth. Who would you think, both of you? One, well, Gabriel Jesus at the minute screams to me just because he's been so good. Uh, start and it's not just about goals it's about his general play you know he leads he leads so far in, in the seven games he's led by example bit of attack up front he, he brings intensity that they've not had in my opinion for quite a while um albeit I would have said you know I would have said Odegaard he's had a phenomenal start and obviously he was out yesterday they still put in a good shift um but I don't think one game is is enough to to see that um my I yeah I, I'd say Gabriel Jesus and I just think it's, you know, going back to the old point of, you know, there's a lot of young kids, there's a lot of inexperience in the squad. You see those fragilities over time, not always in just one game. So I think that that's where we start to see it if, if a couple of names dropped off for a few weeks. Reese, who would yours be, like, the one concern for you? Yeah, I think I think it'd have to be Gabriel Jesus. I think, I think the positive is, is that there seems to be a player to replace every player in that squad. You know, Udegaard comes out, Vieira comes in. You know, Xhaka, if he was to go out, you could bring on El Nene if you wanted. You might want to move Swift Rowe around, etc. You know, Ben White can take left back, he can take right back. You know, you've got players there for the versatility, but the only reason I'd say Gabriel Jesus is because Enketia is a different type of striker. I'd say he's more of a poacher where he's probably going to prefer it more where he can tap in over the line. Um, and I don't see Arsenal adjusting their style to accommodate that type of player. So I think that's where the issue will be. But again, there's probably players around him that can cover the loss for Gabriel Jesus in that case. That's quite interesting. See, because I was looking more at Partey. I was the one who, if he went, I think that can leave quite a big hole in your team. It's already okay. shown. Yeah. It's sort of more like you've got Jacker in there and then you'll have, um, I can't remember what the guy is called. Is it Songar or something like that? Yeah. Um, he's in, yeah, sorry, I, I can't remember his name. It was, I remember the Onga part. Um, then you've obviously got El Nenny you mentioned. So they're the three who would cover them sort of positions. But Jack has shown time and time again, he can be a liability. Like his booking yesterday, I know you you were saying over our chat, Jordan, you were like, what is he doing? Yeah. Like it's unnecessary things like that. There are tactical fouls, there are tactical times to do what he did with the blocking of the sort of from the goalie. But when you're 3-0 up, don't 
don't go and get yourself an extra booking because when he gets his fifth, because he will get his fifth booking, then he might miss the game against City. He might miss the game against Chelsea, Spurs, Liverpool, whoever it might be, or he might get away with it. But still, it's more don't 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 make it easy for, and he could be out of the team because of that. And then I think you've got to look at El Nene. He's not good enough. Like for you to go like for obviously we're talking like possible title contenders, he's not good enough to do that. And then if Partey got say like Touchwood, I don't want this on any player, but a serious injury, he can't be there. You can't have him for five six games in a row, really. And that's where I think would be Arsenal's biggest problem. Yeah, I'd I'd agree with that. And again, it, it comes into the youth factor as well. You know, the more of those players, I, I do agree with your point on Jacko. As you said yesterday, you're three new up and you're blocking the keeper taking a goal kick to get a book in. It's just incredibly naive and it's just unnecessary. If you're one new up, nil nil, do it. But li- it's little things like that that just still give me a few kind of areas of doubt over Arsenal. And and look, to to kind of conclude, I guess, from from my side, we've got to put it into perspective. Arsenal have had a phenomenal start. We're not saying Arsenal are going to struggle, whatever, but Arsenal now have, have given a start where they're in serious top four contention. I, I think that's where they are at. You know, Liverpool have had a shaky start. Chelsea have had a shaky start. You know, Man United also clearly had a shaky start. Spurs have had a good start, but have shown a lot of, of weaknesses already. So Arsenal absolutely 100% more in the top four race than they ever have been. And I think that's got to be the overarching kind of takeaway from their start. Arsenal are looking better than before. No, I don't think they're going to win the title, but they are seriously, seriously in the top four race. And I think that's the the positive message for, for Arteta and Arsenal fans to take away. Yeah, that's a fair point. So it was more, I think it was sort of an interesting point where you said lose against the big boys, but pick up points against the sort of non-big six that doesn't matter in the end. If you're, say, drawing a few of them games, you're not winning. Liverpool kind of did that last season and they still ended up with 91, 92 points. Like, if Arsenal go and do that, I actually believe this season they'd go and win the league. So it's not, it doesn't fully matter if you're always drawing, not getting the right result. But I think the performances are something you can be positive about, even though they did lose to United. Whereas the sort of when Spurs drew to you, like if they lost that, that was a bad loss because they played awfully, showed showed absolutely nothing. And they managed to squeak out a draw. So then it looks a bit better and the results do matter more than performances in the end. But I think if you're playing well and you continue to play well, you're going to be up there. Um, I will agree. I'm not going to say they're going to win the league because... I am expecting and hoping my team will do that with, you know, the big Norwegian up front. But, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Reese. what's your sort of conclusion on this? No, I agree. Like I said, I, I still had them to finish sixth at the start of the season. I still think that might be around the case, um, just because I think Chelsea should pick up form under a new coach, United have done better, etc. Um. I think one of the big things Arteta needs to address is the lack of draws. Um, no draws so far this season. Drew three in the league last last season. 
So he needs to know that when the, his back's up against the wall, maybe to try and get a point and keep that point. Oh, I disagree. I but really three disagree. Draws. If he would have turned a couple of them losses around last season into draws, that's two extra points. You know, but, you, you see where them them fine margins could be. You can't if you look at the draw. But if you look at the sort of, I know I'm talking sort of City Liverpool, and it was sort of like you know high bracket points, but that's what's cost Liverpool quite a, like a few of these titles races, drawing too many. And I know two fair Arsenal fans love a draw. That's how they got invincibles. But you know, it's kind of. I don't think like I understand like sometimes you just got to get a draw, but I think that's more when you're playing poorly. But but City are only a point behind, and they've drawn two, and lost zero. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Lost one, drawn zero, and they're only a point ahead. It it shows a bit of a need to be addressed. Yeah, it shows a bit of an all or nothing approach, which isn't a bad thing. But the reality is, you, you you go back to last season, you know, away to Newcastle playing badly. If you just sit back, take a point. In those kind of games, that's where you see the real difference. And I think I do agree. If Arsenal get to go to that next level, as you said, Reese, you need a little bit of you need to know when to to kind of sit back and defend rather than just going all out for a loss or a draw, but a, a loss or a win, sorry. Um, but we we time will tell. None of us are actually officially backing Arsenal for the title, but it's fair to say they've definitely improved under Arteta. But as always, Arsenal fans, let us know your thoughts in the comments. Do you think you can genuinely win the title? If so, please tell us why. We'd love to hear your thoughts. But as always, like, comment and subscribe. You know the drill. Here we go.